Blog Talk Radio. This is the Pop Box Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. You found it. I sure am glad you did. I'm very, very excited for today's show. We um, we have a uh, fantastic guest uh, will be joining us, and um, man, I am just blown away. He uh, has talent turned up to 11. Man, it is. Uh, I'm just blown away by his uh, his range and, and his abilities, uh, his talent. And he is now the new frontman lead vocals of the uh, iconic band uh, Nova Rex. Man, if you uh, are into the metal glam scene, uh, you know who Nova Rex are. And um, I-, I can't think of a better man to, uh, you know, kind of take the wheel on that, on that particular pirate ship. Uh, so without further ado, I'd like to welcome uh, Mr. N- uh, John uh, Bisa Hop. John Basaha, you're close. You got me. <laughs> John, how it's, it's are phonetic. you, man? I'm doing, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How about yourself? Oh, great, great. Other than carving up your name, I apologize about that. Uh, <laughs> you know, mo- most people, most people really jack it really bad. You, you did, you just had some different uh, pronunciations on, it, but it's okay. You had <laughs> emphasis on the wrong syllable, but you're all right. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. Hey, so, number one, you are a fantastic vocalist. Um, I have been watching some videos and whatnot. Um, You know, you, uh, you, I know you stepped in uh, with the babies and and really took them uh, to a whole new place. And, um, and now, Nova Rex, how did all this well, first off, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, yeah, so I'm a, I'm, a life, I'm a lifelong rocker. Well, yeah, I'm a, I'm a California guy for now. I was born in New York, lived in California most of my life, okay. getting ready to relocate back east and get into the Nashville area. So that's going to be happening at some point in the next couple of months. But, uh, no, you know, I, I've, known, I've known Kenny since I was auditioning, actually, for the babies. And the babies are still going. We're just, we're just pulling double duty right now, so. I got I've got gigs gotcha. next week with the babies. Then we've got Nova Rex gigs. Then we're back with the babies again. It's, we're all over the place, but you know it's it's a fun thing. Um, been doing it a long time. Um, I met Kenny, well, uh, like I said, about maybe ten years ago um, when I was doing the auditions with wow. the babies. We had JP Cervoni that was kind of assisting Tony Brock with the audition process, and JP was the uh, the lead guitar player for Nova Rex back in the day up until, you know, I don't know, several years ago. So, so that's how I got to meet Kenny. Actually, gosh, I don't know, eight years ago or so, we did a couple of gigs, one out at Leesburg bike fest and then uh, another gig out at, I think it was either the Troubadour or the whiskey or something like that. And, you know, and then I got the gig for the baby. So I had to, I had to move on for a while. So it's just taken a little while to kind of get back to it. But in this day and age, man, you know, you got to keep moving. You got to keep moving forward. And, That's right. you know, with COVID crushing everybody for two years, you know, we're all jonesing to get out, jam. So, you know, oh, Kenny absolutely. hit me up again and said, hey, man, what do you think? So let's just do it. So here we are. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And it, it's such, you know, it, it's it's really indicative of um, 
so many musicians that I know. Um, you know, I, I've, I've got a really good friend of mine who's a, a bass player, but, and he has great music. He's got a, a little band that he does, a kind of rock and psychobilly, I guess. Um, but really how he pays his bills, how the car note gets paid and whatnot, is he's a hired gun. Um, and that's yeah. when we see him. He, he'll come through town with a different band, usually once a year, and, uh, you know, he's been hired to play bass for them. And uh, they all wind up staying in our guest room. Um, that's usually how that goes. But, um, hey. Yeah, you know. Do they I mean, stay in the guest room, though? That's the question. No, never, never, <laughs> never. And they're like, okay. they're, they're always like my age, and they drink Fireball every. I'm like, how do you do that? Oh, I, good I luck with I'm, that. Yeah. yeah, I can't handle it, man. I can't handle it. It's so funny because, man, I can't even believe I'm going to admit this on the air. Uh, before they usually come, I, I, with all my friends, I'm known as a vodka drinker. And, uh, you know, I got my big, uh, my cool bottle of uh, Crystal Head Vodka there on the on the bar. I got to admit, I got to admit, John, man, it's just water. I, <laughs> it hasn't been vodka in that in three years. Yeah. But, you know, there you go. I can't ruin the party, you know. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. Yeah. Hey, it's tasteless, it. it's odorless, it's perfect. Slur your speech a little bit, you're all done. That's right. Oh, yeah, you know, I just, I, I gotta, I get up too early. I got too much to do. I, like you, uh, you know, and this is the big secret. I, I, every show I've done this week, um, uh, this is, this very, uh, point has come out. Um, and, and I really want the, the, the younger folks out there, uh, who are getting into music or, or whatever it is, you want to make a movie, whatever your passion is. Because um, everybody always, I'm a painter. I'm not in the music business. I paint pictures of people and stuff. Been doing that for a long time, a couple decades now. And um, people always ask me, you know, I want to do that. How? What's the secret? And and John will tell you, folks. You know, he already has. The secret is you got to work. Whatever it is, you, you can't stop. Do, you can't stop. <laughs> you got to be sure. Things will not happen. Yep. <laughs> exactly. It it never and it never stops. So just understand never that die. you know. Yep. Yeah, you know it's just that's the big secret. Well, that is cool, man. No, well, you always you were like as you said a lifelong rocker. So you knew, yeah, you were one of the guys growing up that were in bands and stuff, and you just kind of knew that that you know this was was my path, right? I, I think I knew this when I was three years old, traveling across country with my uncle, singing jingles. Uh, for 7-Up, and then I went to AM radio at three years old. So it was kind of fun. But really, when I thought I was going to do something, when I first got my first validation, because, shoot, at three years old, you don't know squat. I'm sure I had a little bit right. of a trust fund or something going up at that point. But when I was seven, eight years old, I was in, I was living in Downey, California, and we okay. were part of a like a year-round you know sports kind of a community called Downey Junior Athletic Association. You play football, baseball, basketball year-round, starting in second grade. So one of our teammates, and he was, he was I think, my teammate till I was probably about 10 or 11, um, he lived catty corner, basically T-boning. The end of the cul-de-sac was the carpenter's house or houses. They had three houses built on, on, mm. on a property. And then and if you left their house and went, you drove straight in. You either had to hang a right turn or a left turn off of the one street. If you 
went straight, you went right into this guy's house. So we would go and have swim parties after, you know, after the season was over and what have you. And he'd say, Hey, I know the carpenters, you want to go over. So about five or six of us, we'd go trot over it. And one time Karen's just sitting there and she's, you know, jammed around. Richard really didn't want to have anything to do with the kids, but Karen's like, Hey, it's cool. Kids are cool. Come on in here. Any of you guys sing? And I'm like, yeah, I sing. So she ran me through some scales and, she sat me down and started playing some stuff, sing this, sing this, sing this. And, you know, I was singing some carpenter stuff because I knew the carpenters. I would sing some R&B stuff or some Miracle Smokey, what have you. And, and she's like, yeah, you're going to be a singer someday. You know, I'm seven years old. And she told me what my path was going to be. So, you know, it just took me a little cool. while to get there. But at seven, I knew, you know, she told me. So it was all good. That's awesome. That's, you know, and it's yeah. so interesting because it just goes to show uh, – if you're successful at something, man, um, you see somebody doing what, you know, kind of what you're doing, give them a little encouragement. You never know. That could change somebody's life, you know? Oh, that, and that's what it is, right? You know, when you start doing things like that, it's all about, you know, especially young kids, right? You know, trying to get the right. self-confidence and what have you. And there's so many things in, in this day and age that can detract from that and put kids down and what have you. And, you know, they got to find their own little place. So, yeah, anybody who reaches out, does anything for a kid, it's pretty awesome. That's what my wife and I do. My wife and I run a children's theater academy for musical theater out here, and, and uh, you know, it's ages 8 to 18. You know, actually 6 to 18 if you really get drive down into that. But, yeah, so, it's, you know, there's nothing more fun to watch. Actually, tonight, um, tonight and tomorrow night, uh, we're, we're doing the opening tonight, and tomorrow night's closing night of Annie Jr., so 8 to 10-year-old <laughs> doing Annie. It's, it's phenomenal, right? So, you know, you, you, you get off on that. It's really good. And the kids enjoy it and obviously the parents enjoy it so give back time that is so cool that is so cool well john not only are you a rock star you're you're a cool grounded rock star as well i love it yeah that's the unfortunate thing and then i'm supposed to be fronting this cheese band right so you know kenny kenny's got to get the kenny's got to pull it out of me it'll be fun you know i I have my uh, it'll be be good but you know here we go let's let's strap on the whoops let's put on the uh (laughs) <laughs> the the rock paraphernalia and let's get going. That'll be fun. Well, exactly. That's that's how it is. And you know, my wife gives me a little bit of a hard time about that when we do. Uh, and we haven't, like said, COVID and everything kind of put the brakes on a, a lot of meet and greets and that kind of stuff. But whenever we do a show, yep. And uh, she's like, okay, uh, you know, when the glasses and the tie go on and your your hair's me- isn't just slicked back, it's messed up, you know. You got to get into art. That's what the people are coming to see. So you got to be weird. Right. And you got to stand there and do a lot of uhs, you know, and <laughs> you know, I don't know, you know, um, because that's what they want, you know. Um, you can't go in there acting all business. Okay, well we got ten percent of this and five percent of you know. I don't want that. Yeah, no, that's just part of it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. When I was a little kid. My parents, if I was good, um, one of the little treats was a local pizza place, and we would uh, get to go. And they had this big glass, and you could see the cats in there, the, the guys in there, flipping dough up in the air, making pizzas. And I thought that was the coolest thing. And those pizzas tasted better, I thought, because I saw them doing that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no doubt. There's sweat equity in that, literally. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, man, that is funny. That is funny. So you you have always um... – and now, folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages.
this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. This is a message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Older adults and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions are at higher risk for severe illness from COVID-19. If you are at higher risk, you should stay home as much as possible and avoid close contact with people who are sick to protect yourself. Call your doctor if you have concerns about COVID-19 and your medical condition or if you get sick. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes and Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A. L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAubion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. Now, your voice, you know, you, you have to uh, maintain your voice like a lot of vocalists I know. Um, you know, it's funny because the, the mythology, you know, here we are talking about this, uh, you know, it's partying all night and, you know. Drinking whiskey right out of the bottle, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. All the vocalists I know, they don't do that. They don't 
smoke three packs of cigarettes a day or vape now, I guess it would be, but you know, they, they maintain that instrument. They, they have to, do you, you're probably very aware of that always have been, I would imagine. Yeah. You know, I, I really, I really make sure that I don't partake um, of anything between the hours of 7 a.m. and 7.12 p.m. So I have 12 minutes of it. No, I'm just kidding. No, you know, it's totally true, right? I mean, you know, there's still people out there, dude, that, that are in their 60s into their 70s that they can do you know, still have their instrument and they smoke and do their thing. And then there's others that, you know, burn themselves out, you know, over time. Hey, you know, at the end of the day, when you're done and you see a singer not saying anything, He's trying to take care of his voice. You know, it's it's right. literally just that. The worst thing that you can do is talk. You know, especially after you're after you've done killing yourself, and then you go through the meet right. and greet. You know, and the babies, our meet and greets are longer <laughs> than our sets. We do two hour meet and greets, right? You know, an hour and a half oh, on stage man. and two and a half hours after we're done, and then you have no voice because you're trying to scream over the din of people trying to talk, right? So. You know, and then depending mm. on where you're at, you know, do shows in Vegas and then you're, you know, then, then you just add another level of complexity. But, yeah, it is. It, right. it, you try to get as much vocal rest as you can, especially when you've got a string of shows together and you try not to let it get into your head, right? You know, so as I, the older I've gotten, the less that it gets into my head. It's what's going to be is going to be because I can sound like nails, just tits right out of the gate during a sound check and go back and come back for the show and go, mm, that didn't sound quite as well as I wanted it to be or worse, you know, <laughs> or the reverse, right? You go into the sound check and you go, Oh my God, what's coming out tonight. And then you are just balls out, you know, for the show. It's just, mm-hmm. it just is what it is. It's going to, what's going to come is going to come. You take care of it as best as you can and you just let it rip. Well, I tell you rock shows, in my opinion, there's nothing better than a rock show. It, you know, um, it is, and one of the things, and I'm going to sound very California, new agey, and I, I, I'm not that guy. My, we have crystals in our house. My wife's into all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, there's something but magic you about sage. a rock show. Do you burn sage? Oh, I, oh it is so funny. Okay. The other night, um, <laughs> my dog came in, was hiding under my desk, you know, at my feet. And I'm like, oh, no, here we go. I knew what was going on. And in she comes, burning sick. You know, me and the dog are looking at each other like, what is mom doing? Are you kidding me? And, hey, you got you to cleanse, man. Um, t- we have no negative spirit. Make sure those crystals I are don't... out in the sun and they're recharging by the light of the moon and you're good. <laughs> you know our life. It is so funny. Happy wife, baby. Um, Happy wife. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And she started a business selling this stuff. And, and so now... It used to be just a little basket. Hey, can you put this out on the table for me? It's a full moon tonight. Now it's like boxes of this stuff. You know, I got to get the hand cart. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, you, pretty soon you'll get, you know, your own little, uh, what is it, little forklift to go ahead and move pallets around, yeah. and then, then you're in it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but if she's making that kind of money, I will not be complaining. You know, that's one less nope. painting I got to paint. Um and, and she's happy. That's what I tell people, too. I'm like, they're like, you guys have been together forever. What's the secret? I said, I support her, whatever she does. Yep. She she doesn't have idle hands. That's the secret. Um, and I don't either. So there you go. Hey, there I wanted go. to ask you, though, you know, um, what I was going to say with the rock show, you know, I've been to so many, and you see, like, the band come out and, and the singer and just everybody's 
all the pistons are firing, and they send this energy out to the audience, and it's like a tennis match or a ping-pong game or something. And the, the audience builds it up, and they throw it back to the band, and then they build, and it's just, you get this incredible thing. It doesn't happen all the time. Um, it's great when it does. You know, I've been to a lot of shows where yep. it doesn't happen. <laughs> oh, boy. But that's um, got to be, I'm, as an artist, I'm, ex- I'm jealous in a way. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, that's the goal. Yeah, if I could paint that and get that kind of reaction, that would be fantastic. Um, there's nothing, there's nothing I, I better, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, especially when you have somebody singing your song back at you. You know, I mean, back in the in the oh, 80s cool. when you're, you know, struggling original band out on the Sunset Strip trying to do your deal, and everybody's, you know, you, you get a few people that, you know, know, yeah, I mean, back in the days, you know, there were several several clubs that you you play out there maybe once or twice a month in certain areas and just keep moving down one moving up and down the strip but the more and more people get into it it'd be kind of cool to see people you know jamming your songs nowadays when you have thousands of people singing your songs that's when it gets pretty real that's when it's really fun and nothing more better than that sitting back on stage and watching people scream at you or you know watching watching dudes go and try to sing to their to their girls and the girls kind of going hey stop (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just gonna can you back off for a minute? I'm watching the band. I'm watching the band. Back off, dude. You know those are fun. Then you get to have fun with the dude. You know, just go, hey, dude. You know, it's okay. You're welcome. You can thank me later on. Just send me send me five dollars right. in a you know self addressed stamped envelope. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. You know, it was. I was just telling this story the other day to somebody that um, when I first I grew up in Metro Detroit, went to college out in Boston, and then after I got out of school. I was like, I got to get to L.A. Because ever since I was a kid in the 80s, you know, we'd watch Headbangers Ball, and, and we would sit. Yep. Everybody thinks the 80s were just metal nonstop and cool keyboard bands from England. And the, MTV would play that stuff about once every two hours. You had to sit through a lot of air supply before you got to, you know, Iron Maiden or anything. That <laughs> was just MTV. Yep. You know, it was the scene. But we would see images in the Midwest there of, of, of LA, you know, Sunset Strip and all. And I'm like, and those stayed with me. And so when I got out of school, I was like, I got to get out West, man. That's, you know, come on. Um, every girl looks like a stripper and, you know, uh, you know, if you have big hair, you can, you can get into it, you know, be riding in a limo. This, this is the life. And so um, I rolled into town about 1997 and it was the, the height of the acoustic guitar uh, you know, the guy playing the acoustic guitar heartbreak song at a wine bar. And it wasn't the, the, that Sunset Strip scene was, was long gone. <laughs> and I was very sad. Yeah, it, it, the Sunset Strip, the strip scene really kind of started going south mid-90s. You know, I mean, you could still jam out there, right? But, you know, when, once grunge and rap came, that was kind of it. You know, the rock scene was done. Right. That was like 91, 92. And then it was just, the, you know, it was Death Valley for a while out there. You know, and then so yeah, but that's why that's why you'd have that kind of an experience in '97. You know, because they, they were just still just trying to figure out what the heck is going on. From you know, it's it's just a different beast because most still grunge in those days, even though you know it was got into the mainstream, was still underground. You'd have to go find the club right. to mosh and do this and that. You, you they didn't do that. You know, at the Roxy or at the True, no. you know, or whatever like that. You know, they try not to. They try to keep it. You know, as as beer on the floor, <laughs> you know, poop and pee right. as you can, right? Without having to try to add to that much. So, you know, but yeah. 
Exactly. Those clubs where your your feet stuck to your shoes stuck to the floor. When oh, you exactly, man. You, you had to watch where you walked in there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was hard <laughs> in Detroit. Uh, oh man. Oh man. Your shoes. Yeah, had it shoes. was. A, you know. Exactly. Exactly. And then, and you would always see some really hot girl, like just beautiful uh, girl, walk through. And, and she had taken her shoes off because her feet hurt her. And you're like, oh, she's got gangrene now. That ain't good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just go get a shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, baby. That was crazy. Well, you know, the thing, though, that strikes me, and I'm on social media and stuff, I uh, people are into it. You know, there are so many cover bands and whatnot. Now I get flyers every day from, you know, um, and it's all these uh, you know, bands like you, that you've been in, John, <laughs> you know, There's people trying to do what you're doing and, um, yep. and have done. It's amazing. Um, so there's, there, there's some great ones out there. Right? Oh no, there totally oh, yeah. is. I mean, shoot, led, led Zepp again. And there's others out here that, you know, just, major cover bands that that book 10 20 15 20 plus thousand dollars a night man i mean there's some really good ones that will outdraw oh. what you know a, a regular act will be just because it's it just is what it is you know yeah, yeah they, it's big business for a lot of companies for a lot of bands you know that do that oh you got all the whole in it what? you know you, you got all the van halen ones out there all the different you know death leopard ones that are out there. there's a bunch of good ones that are out there Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. I've told you this guys, story in the show, too. You know, there's one guy, I can't remember his name. I think Van Dahl, it might be his last name, I can't remember. But uh, he's a he's a dude that's in Aerosmith. It's like an Aerosmith tribute band. And the dude is Steven Tyler. I mean, it's... Really? He is Steven. When you, when you see him, when you look at him, when you hear it, there he is. You know, kind of like what Wild Child used to do back in the day, the one guy that was just like Jim Morrison, man. He's still around. You know, they should have used him back in the day, but they couldn't because he was just like Jim Morrison. I mean, it's like some right, of these two bands are just like the real thing. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That is that is so crazy. When I was growing up, it's cool that you're a vocalist too, but you also play instruments, right? I, I imagine I you band. have a few guitars in your man cave. Um, and I have like. guitars, but I can't. I can't play. I can't play an F chord, so I, I disqualify myself as a guitar player. But I play bass I, and enough keys <laughs> to write songs. But yeah, that's funny. That is funny. When I was growing up, all of my friends, man, like I said, we were all you know sitting through stuff on MTV, waiting for cool stuff to come on, and um, they all of my friends were guitar players. You know, and I actually had to tell them they wanted to make a band, and I'm like, guys, you can't have 12 guitar players and no drummer, bass, or singer. You know, it just ain't gonna work. Um, you know, maybe it would. <laughs> what do I know? You know, but I didn't think it would work. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm like, somebody's gonna have to learn to do something else. But you know, a vocalist, especially a good vocalist, because it isn't just vocals; it, it's being a front man, especially in a rock band. Um, you've got to have that magic, man. And um, this is what you've – did you always know that, that that's where your place in a, in a band scenario would be? 
You know, I mean, I, I always sang, right? So, you know, I was I was always the lead singer in anything that I was in. Um, and then I would become the bass player by necessity, right? So that kind of rounded out the skills. So it's kind of fun to be just that lead singer guy that, like in Nova Rex, right? You know, I, I don't play anything. I, I play with myself on stage. It's going to be great. So, you know, it's like I walk into a rehearsal. I walk into a gig. It's like I walk in. I take two steps. I walk right in front. And I can start singing. I don't have to do shit. Excuse me. I hope I could say that. But you know, in the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the I mean, it's, it's it's the major it's the major setup, right? You know, got to get the rig going, got to get the wireless going, got to get the in ears happening, got to get on. the bass tuned up, got to get this, blah 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 blah. You know, and and so and then you then you're stuck with this thing around your neck, you know, and you're stuck to a microphone on a stand, you know, your ninety percent mm-hmm. of your show, you know, as opposed to you know, mm-hmm. and the other ten percent is when it's instrumental or it's a lead guitar lead. And then I can go around and just hoot nanny and go ha- have a good time. So that's, that's my life in that band. In Nova Rex, no, it's all, it's no holds barred, right? You have a wireless microphone or even just a wired microphone without a stand or with a stand. It just doesn't matter. Go beat people up with it. Go run around, play the fool. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's really, you know, where, where there's divergence of it, but you know, no, there's nothing more than having a microphone on stage um, and, and having people look at you because then, you know, you, like I said, you could, you've got them in the palm of your hand if you've got it and you are going to take something in the face if you don't. So it, 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 you I got gotcha. I, well, Nova Rex, Nova Rex, and, the, and don't get me wrong, now the babies, you know, I, I grew up with the babies, you know, and uh, Nova Rex too. Nova Rex was more high school when, when I was in high school. Um, <laughs> you know, but they, um, uh, they're two kind of, they were definitely two different types of rock bands, you know. Um, no, Rex is wild, you know. You, those are the guys that, you know, um, all the girls wanted, if they were mad at dad, wanted to bring home. <laughs> you know, that was the deal. Um, <laughs> the babies, they're going to marry somebody who's going to be played at reception, you know what I mean? Not that it's lame or anything like that. It's just, there's romance and, you know, all this kind of layers of that. Um, well, that was it, right? So the seventies, everybody talked about love and you know romance and you know, and then in the eighties, it started to get into a little bit more love and a little bit more sex. And then in the nineties, it really didn't matter. It's like take your clothes off, let's rock, you know. And so, you know, there's there, there's the divergence of of what the lyric content was. You know, so the babies just were more grown up when they were trying to be a little more, I mean, mm. upstanding English gentlemen trying to make sure that they were, you know, would would, would be able to shake daddy's hand where Nova Rex would want to kick dad and say, hey, I'm taking your daughter. And where's your wife? You know, <laughs> so actually the bike felt There's so a difference. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, that is so true. That is so true. Oh. Yeah, lyric content's just a little bit different. Just a little. You know, get the softer side. Oh, and, uh, oh, here we go. Let's just cut to the chase. The you ba- wanna? You know, <laughs> the babies would have some cool piano and keys every so often. You know what I mean? And and yep. yeah, yep. Nova Rex not so much. Um, but I liked. You know, the cool thing was was uh, yeah, Nova Rex was definitely. Um, you know, all the girls liked it. That's that's a, a girl, Heather Bybee. I went to high school with. She's the one. She was the big Nova Rex fan, and she got me into them. Um, and. Yep. Uh, you know, there was a. I'm sure some of the guys you're playing with were on her bedroom wall on posters. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Of that. Look out! Um, as long as they no, weren't man. stuck to it, they'd be okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Whoops. know, man. I don't know. Oh, you know, speaking of posters <laughs> on walls, um, 
Today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, is sponsored by the fine folks over at MetalBabeMayhem.com. And the reason I, I'm segueing into this is uh, Allison, who's the, the main person over at MetalBabeMayhem.com, sent me a picture one time. because she's, she's amazing. She knows everybody in rock and roll, and, and she put this together today. Uh, you know, we're, we're doing this and everything. But she sent me a picture of her high school bedroom. And she had so many posters on her walls that even the ceiling was covered with posters. Uh, I was like, wow. That's she awesome. She was into it. That's awesome. Still is, you know. Still is. Yep. We have a link to them, ladies and gentlemen. It's very easy to find. MetalBabeMayhem.com for all of your rock and roll gear and merchandise, and, you know, license pen, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's real cool. Check it out. And, um, you know, if you go to, we were talking about bars earlier. If you go to my bar, there's a very cool bottle opener on my bar. I call it the monkey paw. It's a skeletal hand that, um, and they sell those. Allison sent it to me. <laughs> I love it. I, the very, it's next to the crystal head vodka. It's fitting. There you go. Fitting. There you um, go. That's cool. Now, you guys, uh, you guys play a lot of uh, Bike Fest and, and, and what have you. Uh, also, you're, you've, uh, that's a big scene, man. That is a big scene. Um, you guys have one coming up, or did it already pass? No, I think they're, they, they just passed one up a little bit ago that just had happened. Um, but they, oh, okay. um, we're, we're going to be out at, I think, saloons, I believe, um, on the – 5th of March and then Leesburg's coming and all, you know, Daytona, there's a bunch of, there's just a bunch that just boom, 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 you know, Mr. Mr. Wilkerson will know every one of those and and has them probably already uh, identified and memorized. You know, I just go and tell them to go. I hear you, man. I hear you. We have links. (laughs) We have links where you can find this out and a big shout out to the Fran Hush Law Group um, out of uh, Palm Harbor who is behind uh, that also. So, um, you know, uh, hey, there you go. There you, you were go. doing business. You get... You're taking care of business, man. I love that. Oh, I, I've got a little checklist. I tell you, in my old age, I never knew this as a kid. There is nothing more satisfying. I'm a list guy now uh, than knocking things, like crossing things off. Of, I love doing it, man. I love doing it. Yep. It is uh... – <laughs> It's just in, in my in my in my old age, I don't even remember if I did make a list. I, I have too many lists. <laughs> Is this list here? Where's my list? You know, I'm listing now. You know, you know. Oh yeah. man! And now, folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. 
please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Hey there, my name is Paige Beatty, and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming smiles. Hats On is a for-profit corporation that sells cancer-specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a non-profit corporation raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another. A friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please visit our website, www.hatsonhatsoff.com to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles. Rocks Gear, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. I, I'm trying to reach that point. My father, before he passed, had, a, had, had reached a point where and he was kind of a hard, he was a tough ass, like, when I was a teen, you know, he was pretty hardcore. Uh, Marine, ex-Marine, you know, no, well, I guess you're never an ex-Marine, but he was, you know, he just didn't have a lot of nonsense. He wasn't the dad from the Twisted Sister videos by any means. He was cool, yeah. but he, um, you know, he, he didn't do stupid stuff, or you tried to hide if you did stupid stuff, you know, around there. Right, exactly. Um, but in his old age, he got to a point where he just stopped caring. Like, people would cut him off and trap I'm like, yeah, that guy just cut you off. He's like, yeah, pretty nice car he's got there. You know, he just got to a point where he just didn't <laughs> care about anything up. anymore. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, 
I, I, I look forward to those days. <laughs> you, know? you know what? I, I think that's probably one of the main reasons, not main, but, you know, it's just, it's just one of those cool things about go, leaving L.A. and getting out to Nashville because it's just oh, going to yeah. force me to slow down a little bit. Because I am that guy still. I mean, getting cut off by somebody in traffic. Whatever. It's like, come on now. You're like, I would love to be like, yeah, yeah, you know, hey, he got close, but no big deal. You know, if I could keep something even, like, like you know, I was just burning like on you, something all day long. Like, yeah, we're good, man. That's okay. You know, that that just doesn't happen yet. So maybe someday I'll no, get inspired I'm the same way. being chill. I am the same. My wife will catch me all this. She's like, you know, she's like, it's ten thirty at night. That guy cut you off. You know, that happened at four thirty this afternoon. You got to let it go, man. I'm just seething. You know, I'm still upset. <laughs> yeah. I got I'm gonna catch up to him and run him off. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're not. He might have a gun. Oh, you're right. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> yep. True. 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 Oh, I'm telling you. I am telling you. She gets upset about different things, you know. She uh, she doesn't get upset about that stuff. But, man, if somebody tries to do her dirty at work or something, oh, man, i got to hear about it um, for hours. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. I don't know these people. What are you talking about? Oh, it's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. Well, we have um, – we've got a track that they, uh, that they sent over. We've got a couple of them, though. Okay. Um, now, this is you singing, right? Aaliyah? So, yes, Ali is a, a Wilkerson Basaha endeavor um, that we just decided to do a cover. I don't know. I think it was, it was, a, it was right pre-COVID, I think, right around COVID mm. time that we decided to go in. No, it was pre-COVID. Um, just go into the studio and knock it out. We had a couple guys uh, from the Bullet Boys um, come in and join us for the video, and my wife did the backgrounds mm. with us. So we had a good little time. Tiny and, Tiny and Nick, those are the Bullet Boys boys. With big Very old cool. Well, here it is, folks. Yeah. Here it is. Check this out. <laughs> Leah, take one.
Can't have fun, don't do it, right? That's pretty much it. We had exactly. a good time that track. Exactly. It's a good song. Donnie Iris was great, man. He didn't, you know, he had what, two or three hits? But mm. that one was one of the good ones. Yep. <laughs> so, let me ask you I have a friend of mine who, um, he was in a big synth band uh, back in the 80s and whatnot. And, uh, you know, it's still doing, he's still doing his thing when he can. But, um, for a while, he had a gig doing, uh, he plays piano, and he was working at a, like a dueling piano place and, you know, one of those uh, types of gigs. And I asked him, I said, well, that's not bad. You know, you're playing stuff everybody knows. And he said, oh, man, that's a curse. That could be, he was, yes, everybody knows that stuff, so you can't mess it up. <laughs> it's very obvious yeah, true. you mess up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And if you do, you got to <laughs> commit yourself to that mess up and make it your own. Exactly. Because if you play it wrong twice, it's really right. right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, man. Now, the, going into, like, uh, you know, doing stuff with Nova Rex, I mean, did you have to learn a, a lot of their, you know, their material and whatnot? Or did you uh, – are you guys primarily doing new stuff uh, when you guys are playing? No, yeah, I, I – I have to learn. I have to learn the. I have to learn the hits, right? The big, the big ones that normally get done. Mm. You know, like I said, I did. I did two shows like eight years ago. So hopefully, I'll have some muscle memory of those. But yeah, we're we're doing a couple new ones. You know, when we go out and and do do the shows, we'll probably bring in Aliyah. Um, there's a couple of Novarex tracks that I believe I've sung on. Um, time is up for you is a brand new one that we'll probably release. We're doing a video of that next week when I get out there. A couple weeks when I get out to Florida. Um, but yeah, we'll probably do a couple of babies tracks and you know maybe a couple of Zep tracks because I just kind of like that band and uh, really just right. give everybody a kick-ass show when we when we're out there. So we'll play all the hits and all the things that they know and love from Nova Rex and then maybe from a couple bands they might know. That's awesome. Kenny's up in he's up in the Daytona area, I believe, isn't he? Is that when you when you come into Florida? Is that where you uh, like the home base? Oh, I think is? yeah, I was flying to Orlando, so yeah, somewhere out in that area. Yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. We're south of that. I'm I'm down in uh, Miami, Fort Lauderdale area. 
But um, gotcha. But yeah, Daytona, that's the place, man. That is the place. A lot of money up there. People don't realize. Speaking of which, Nashville is pretty, you know, I think you're going to – it's so funny. I was talking to a friend of mine, and every time I go to Nashville, I think that their national animals should be the uh, the construction crane because there is construction – happening every time i go you know um uh, no doubt a lot no of paintings yeah i have so, so a lot of paintings a lot of friends. there are some you could do that you could do that you could do that mm. make, make it the art mecca now instead of just the music I'm music city, you. make it art city yeah no i'm this, telling you yeah, i think you're right it's crazy it is like crazy. i don't know how many, how many californians are flocking to get there but it's it's happening i mean there's we've got maybe six seven eight different family longtime couples that we've known that have migrated between the last three years and 25 years out there. And, and the ones that have been out there for 20, 25 years, you know, are like, man, you know, it's, it's so crowded and traffic is so bad. And I'm like, okay. So I was there like two weeks ago, dude, I'm there two weeks ago. I'm just south of Nashville and I have to drive 60 miles to the North side of Nashville and I got there in 55 minutes. So I'm like, right. in, at five o'clock in the afternoon. So you ain't doing yeah, that I'll in LA. Hour traffic. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'll take that traffic. Exactly. When you can average oh, 65 man. miles an hour in rush hour, that's okay. I can do that. You know, I'm telling so, you. I am telling you. Right. Yeah, but it is. It is great. It is. It is fantastic. And. Um, it's a cosmopolitan city, man. There is, there's a lot. Again, granted, I have not been there since the whole COVID hiccup and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I used to go up there at least a couple every other month or something. There was always something going on uh, in Nashville, yep. and uh, you know, it's uh, I'll take it. I'll take the work uh, wherever the work is. I got to go. But um, that's fun what, what's, what's fun the style town. that you paint? What's What's the style? What do you I do paint? Pop Portraits art. or I, you know, kind of pop art? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of Andy Warhol type stuff. You know, I guess that's what people think. But it's, uh, you know, but that applies to anything. You know, I, I tell yeah, you, yeah. and it isn't just country stuff in Nashville. You know, I I have painted a lot of Johnny Cash paintings for people in Nashville, but at the same time, it's it's you know just rock stuff and uh, you know all kinds of whatever they're into. People always yep. ask me, I, I always tell them, I'm like, I will paint a cow's behind if the check clears. You know, I do not care. Uh, <laughs> exactly. You know? Just I got a wife me. that likes shoes. Really? I've never heard that ever before. <laughs> I think yeah. that's like the yeah. standard. That is their totem animal is the shoe. All Hundreds of pairs, and she never wears them. She just walks around barefoot all the time. I'm like, what are you? Well, we need the space. <laughs> She's like, well, we can I think I, I think like, I've no, lost I, I count. I, yeah, I've lost <laughs> count at the, at the amount of shoes that have been boxed and are ready for the move. I think I'm at about, <laughs> I, I know I'm at least ceiling tall, oh. maybe about five to six foot, like, like, like <laughs> ten large boxes, maybe. I don't know. I know oh, I'm not done. I'm telling you. Well, it's crazy. Moving's always, you know, it's, it's a crazy thing. But one of the great things about moving is, is, is it's very zen, too, because it's an opportunity to, that's what everybody thinks in theory. Um, I try to every time we move, it is, uh, you know, whittle stuff down a little bit. I'm getting as bad as my wife, though. If we were to move today, I mean, it would, it would be a truck just for my stuff. But um, yeah. I don't know when that happens. Yeah. 
Yep. Um, well, our dog yeah, has to have a shirt, one. you know, a box of animal shirts. What is, <laughs> why do we have that? Anyhow, because? Anyhow, the dog's looking at me all cross-eyed, not like, what are you talking about, Papa? Come on. I need my sweater. You live in Florida, honey. Relax. Yep. Oh. So we have another, uh, real quick, we have another uh, Nova Rex trap. Is that Crank It Up queued up here? Should we play it? Oh, crank it up. That was that was like five or six years ago. Yeah, yeah. That was that was actually that was that was that was my first Nova Rex tune. Crank it up loud. Oh, here it is. Here it is. and the preachers. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Here it is. <laughs> Can't get over the heat coming up in the street. I say, there's something coming. 
Carlos, crank it up. Nova Rex, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. John was melting people's face off there. Um, that was the first one you did with them, right? It was. It was, uh, yeah, like I, I think it was like five or six years ago. Yep. I think it precluded wow. my first uh, my first show with them. So yeah, we had a good time That's with that. Awesome. I like it. it's, it's a fun song, you know. It's, you know, again, so you go from love and you know fall in love was the last thing I had on my mind to tell the preachers and the teachers that I'm gonna knock this. <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, going kamikaze is the only way. Crank it up, you know. It's the isn't it time, you know. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you that uh, yeah. that was the my head's gonna you know, swivel. Nova Rex was the the theme band when I was in uh, high school. You know that that's what you wanted. Man, I'll never forget. I, I got some grief from this guy, uh, from this grown up, you know, for dating his daughter. And uh, you know he called me. Gave, called me up on the phone. I never forget. Gave me you know you need to break up with her. Blah blah blah. So I did, and then started dating her older sister. sometime in March or April. Oh, yeah. Well, he got it. He's on. 
I'm telling you, man, it is. I personally think Twitter's a lot. I remember when you know you found out when the band was coming to town, it would be there would be a flyer stapled to a telephone pole. Um, Twitter beats that. <laughs> yeah, a lot more people see your post than true, just people true. on the block. Oh man. Yep, yep. Well. Thank you so much, John. You were like the coolest cat ever. Um, good luck with the move and, and all of your endeavors. Um, Thank you so uh, much. Let's stay in touch because I, I want to see what's going on. You know, I can't wait for uh, – you're so good at what you do. I can't wait to hear more of uh, your work and whatnot. Very, well, very I appreciate cool. that. We'll definitely keep in touch. Thanks for the time, man. I Absolutely. definitely appreciate it. Absolutely. And break a leg uh, for everybody with the uh, Annie Jr., that's pretty cool. Too, <laughs> Thank you so much. Pretty That's awesome, cool. man. Thank you. Talk, All right, guys. Talk to you soon. Have fun. Take care now. Well, folks, absolutely. Absolutely. That's going to wrap it up for us today. Um, how cool is that? How cool is that? Of course, we will uh, convert this uh, to a podcast. We'll put it out on all the social media platforms and on all the podcasting platforms. We're on over 500 now. So, uh, you know, uh, if you're listening to this on Pandora, uh, I'm I don't care what this note says, I'm going to say it. Or Spotify. I have nothing against Spotify. Um, <laughs> oh, man, the emails I got. And I didn't have anything to do with it, folks. It wasn't my thing. Anyhow, um, yeah, we're on there. So if you're listening to, to us on those uh, in the future, hello from the past, do me a favor. Check out our advertisers and use their code. They all have a code on there where you can save a couple bucks. And then head over to NovaRexRocks.com uh, and pick up their albums and their music and, and, and what have you and merch, that cool merch over there. There you go. We will be back tomorrow afternoon. We're uh, going to have a fantastic uh, filmmaker from San Diego on. He is, uh, uh, it, it's called uh, uh, About My Daughter. Uh, is the... Hey, everybody. Uh, this is future uh, Jamie Rocks doing the editing. Jamie, uh, past Jamie, you're a nitwit. It's called For My Daughter is the English translation. That's uh, that's tomorrow. So, back to the show. Film. It's a Spanish language film, and we're gonna have him on tomorrow. It is a uh, very cool. It's 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 a drama, and it's 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 a little hard one to watch some some of it because of the uh, social issues and whatnot of the illegal alien uh, in Mexico and Southern California there uh, that that's based upon. So that'll be a very interesting uh, conversation. It's a fantastic film. I really really enjoyed it. Um, we will be, see you then. And, of course, I'm still getting emails. Yes, we're off next week. Next week is our vacation, so no live shows. But believe me, um, I've got to build all the shows for the, the week after. Um, that's what I'm doing this weekend. Um, yeah, we're back. Uh, but no live shows the following week, and then we're back strong. And we're starting out. You guys were asking for it. We have our uh, – me and DJ Miss Monday are going to be doing our um, – our, our, uh, uh, fantastic uh, club-based show uh, about the club scene and, and whatnot and uh, all of that. All of that, the Hot Topics, Monday Hot Topics uh, with DJ Miss Monday, 10 o'clock, um, not this coming up Monday, but the Monday following. And uh, we've got a fantastic guest, big-time guest on uh, coming in to, uh, on that. So stay tuned for that. That's a two-hour show. And, of course, there is hour of original house music and whatnot done by uh, DJ Miss Monday. So we're very, very excited. We've been uh, – had a little six-month break with that. Uh, but we're back. We're back. 
COVID was happening. There wasn't a lot going on in that, in the electronic uh, music club scene. It just wasn't happening. And all the stuff that was happening, well, we couldn't talk about it because it wasn't supposed to be happening. Oh, you know, those clubbers. You know, those clubbers. Okay, folks, that's it. We will see you later. Have a great one. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.